Howdy. Hello. This is the fight site. We're doing an alternate commentary. It's our first alternate commentary of a bunch, probably, for UFC 263. Uh, the fight is Hakim Dawadu versus Mosfari of Loyev. Very exciting uh, matchup at Featherweight. Two guys that collectively as a website we all think are, are good and have a lot of potential moving forward and are, are pretty good right now, in fact. Uh, definitely worthy of being ranked uh, ranked fighters in this division, which is, could be the best in the UFC right now. Uh, tough to say. Um, it's like a three-way tie. But I'm joined by Shira Morelli. Darren, how you doing, dude? I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this fight, too. I think they are ranked, right? 14 and 15, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, this one should be fun. I think Hakeem beating Arce makes me want him to do well because, you know, Arce is the best. But uh, Muzar is mm-hmm. a really fun prospect, and he should be going relatively far in the division, I think. Uh, this is one of his tougher tests, I think, on the feet, which says something because Hakeem's uh, he's tough to look good against. So it's going to be a fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've written about both of these guys before. I've done, you know, content on them both before. So that's usually how I pick uh, <laughs> who I want to win because uh, I like them both. Uh, I mean, Mozart Ivloyev interests me more as a defensive wrestler than an offensive wrestler. Uh, it's like, there's a pretty, pretty big gap between those two things, even though he, you know, can wrestle offensively. And that's obviously what he would use it more often with. But he's fought a bunch of wrestlers like Enrique Barzola uh, and Mike Grundy uh, and, and Nick Lentz. So he's gotten to show it off a lot. Whereas uh, Hakeem has only had a couple of guys who really tried to wrestle him. Uh, he looked pretty good at like pulling shots up into the clinch. He's a good clinch fighter overall. Uh, I, I don't think he can chain wrestle a ton, but uh, his first line slash first and a half line, I guess, of defense is pretty good. So from a wrestling perspective, I'm a little concerned just because I, I feel like I haven't seen enough of the offense from Ivloyev and the defense from Hakeem against someone who's kind of decent, um, you know, to really figure it out where they're at for that. But uh, the striking, I, I feel like is pretty cool because Hakeem does like to, you know, keep him at least in mid-range kicking range and, and you know, basically just low volume, pick people apart on the outside and he can do some cool counter kicking. Uh, if they pressure, whereas Ivoyev, I, I feel like pressure is a lot more behind his jab and uh, plays a volume game, and it should be an interesting uh, contrast, and it should bring out each of their games. So we're going to get to see who, who's effective. Um, so I feel like we'll learn a lot, which isn't always the case. Yeah, I agree. I think, like we saw, I think it was the last fight of Hakeem, which was a while ago, uh, but there's Zubair Tukugov, who is yeah. pretty middling, I think, as a striker. Middling is even might be a bit generous, but... Uh, Hakeem off a really impressive fight against Julio Arce. Both guys look really good there. And then when Zubaira tried to like draw him out and uh, you know hit that right hand counter, Hakeem just didn't really feel like doing much. Uh, that's not going to be the case here with Ivloyev. Ivloyev is probably, as you've said, going to pressure yeah. behind the jab, give Hakeem plenty of opportunities to work on the counter, uh, not really take away the range for the kicks. Like He might try to press in on the kicks, but uh, Hakeem can kind of address that with the clinch if he can. Uh, it's, it's a really interesting fight. I think Musar having so much initiative as a fighter is going to be really interesting to see how uh, Hakeem deals with it as, more, as a more reactive fighter. But yeah, the, the rest, I think if one guy dominates, it's probably going to be Ivoya because of the wrestling. But on the yeah. feet, I think it's going to be relatively close. Mm-hmm. And neither guy is like a huge hitter. Um, so it, it could be just a, a numbers game. So this fight's going to start in about a minute or so. If you are watching this on patreon you're good to go no change is necessary if you are listening to this on an audio platform you're a nerd. and uh watching along yeah you, you suck um we hate you just kidding i, I we, we appreciate you listening but we would prefer if you watched on video it's only three bucks to get access to all of our exclusive content on patreon there's a lot more there that i won't go into but i uh, just a little plug there but if you're watching on audio uh listening on audio and watching on your own rather we'll give you some timestamp reference so you can make sure you're synced up, but it's just going to be hard 
uh, on a live stream. So basically, we'll tell you when the fight's like about to start and when they touch gloves, and we'll tell you what time is on the clock in the beginning of the fight. And maybe we'll do that per round. Maybe we'll forget. Um, <laughs> but you're just gonna have to do your best to stay synced up. But uh, yeah, so it's about to get going. Hakeem's being uh, announced right now. Oh, I'm old. And oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> just uh, thinking about the one on his record, the loss. Uh, getting club and sub by Danny Henry in his That's USA bad. debut. That was right after I wrote about him too. <laughs> yeah, I hyped him up a little bit, and then he he lost to this guy who, uh, I'm not gonna say he sucks because I don't really know him that well, but he's way worse than these guys. Uh, <laughs> and he lost to him, so that's uh, embarrassing. Didn't Danny Henry lose to uh, the Bad Tamer? I don't know if he lost to the Bad Tamer. I think he or lost he to like, Ige and Maquan. I don't know if he lost to Ige. He might have lost to Ige. Let's see. I swear this dude fought a uh, Daniel Tamer. Uh, maybe. I mean, they're in like the same tier, if that makes sense. They sound exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> the Hatchet is too cool a nickname for him. Uh, yeah, he beat Dan, uh, Danny Daniel Tamer uh, before Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> we know too many Daniels. I okay, no so he beat him. Yeah, I think uh, Daniel Tamer like gassed himself out, beating him up, and then <laughs> and then lost. All right, so the fight's about to get going. I'm putting it on my screen now. I'm seeing Mike Beltran and now the lady. The lady, Brittany Palmer is her name. I'm very respectful. I'm like one and a half seconds ahead of you, essentially, so right. it'll work out. That's fine. All right. Fight just started. I'll let you know what the clock says when it comes up. It's a 5.55 is when, as, it, what I it know. was when I said that. Yeah, 4.55. <laughs> now it's 4.50. All right, there you go. All so right. we're good on time. I feel like Hakeem's actually pressuring a little bit more than usual. A little bit. I think Ivoyev's just taking it a bit slow. Hakeem counter-jabbing, which is fun. Oh, big mm -hmm. right hand. <laughs> It looked like he ducked most of it, but he was in an awkward position when that uh, yeah, he might have got hit with him. arm or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just angles are weird. But... Oh, nice uh, slip outside the uh, lead uppercut. I think uh, most of our jabbed and, and got him on the uh, second attack. Yeah, it looked like that, um, Hakeem countered him with the left hook, but then Mozart just kept the exchange going. Like I like that little up jab by Ivloyev there. Mm -hmm. uh, There's the cross counter for Ivloyev. That'll definitely be important. Yeah, I think Hakeem got behind his shoulder there, but good stuff. Mm-hmm. He's going to get him jabbing oh. with him, right? So he's gonna basically going to be the one who gets to decide when, when Hakeem jabs. Yeah, I like that little counter dutchie, though, from Hakeem. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, definitely a more active fight out, out of Hakeem so far than we're used to. Yeah, that's the thing. Ivoyev's giving him his range, and Zubaira not doing that, even, you know, he's not nearly as good a striker Ooh. as Ivoyev, but... Good level change into the uh, head-outside single. Oh, nice. Trying to uh, kind of run the pipe, but he hits that, that trip counter. Oh, nice uh, <laughs> some result to get back to, to front headlock <laughs> and build up, but uh, most of our covers... That's a rear standing. Yeah, he uh he was kind of working that single finish. He he was trying to basically like either do like set up like a golf swing finish or just try to you know run the pipe normally. But he didn't have control of the leg to run the pipe. He was kind of yanking on it. Um, it was a bit too but the low. Uh, the trip finish was good. And yeah, he's, uh, back on the head outside single. Reshooting, yeah, off the cage, got the hook in. Yeah, this is kind of what I was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could end up being more one. Oh, oh he pushed off turn. the fence to try to keep the back. Nice stuff. Mm -hmm. Ooh, he's uh he's riding that leg. He's he's bearing down his shin on the back of uh of Hakeem's calf, uh to to put weight on there and ride him. That's good stuff. And he's got the body lock. Uh, had the arm trapped there for a little bit too. Yeah, Hakeem does tend to start a bit slow, but this isn't anything we've seen him uh, anyone do to him before. So. Right. And just the way that uh Ivoyev got to that shot is is pretty encouraging. It, it didn't take too much setup to get there. Yeah. And if he's jabbing in, if he's level changing on his jab, it'll be there all day. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Also getting from the rear waist lock to more conventional shot positions. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, he's got that on the face. Ooh, rough. 
Nah, that's good. Yeah, I came building up back to his base. If they have rocked him back, so he's uh, had the cage behind him. Yeah, he's just putting these chokes in on the face. Just uh, it's better than yeah. doing nothing. But yeah, I think punching would be a pretty good <laughs> idea. But uh, with the choke attempt, you're, there's a there's control added into it because it's it's a grip. Yeah. Right. Whereas the punching, you know, you're freeing up hands that could be posting um, or controlling. So, you know, it's definitely a risk management thing. Yeah. I have. I mean, not a ton of damage here necessarily, but he's done a couple of things when um, Hakeem's tried to get back up, and he probably he just needs to keep the position to win the round essentially. Mhm. Mm it looked like Hakeem punched himself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> they both landed a fair bit on the feet. I would say Evloev is probably up a little bit. You know, strikes landed on the feet. Yeah. And he is getting some ground and pound in, so he's pretty comfortably ahead here. Yeah. This. I mean. He's doing enough damage on the ground, I think, that it's not really a question at this point. Um, yeah. It was even-ish on the feet, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. Of course, the reason we're talking about that is because in the in the scoring criteria, what you actually judge on is, is you know, impactful actions uh, added up across the round. So getting a takedown, getting a position don't actually add to your score, uh, essentially, in a round. So the, the you know, ground and pound or credible submission attempts, uh, th those are really important. You really can't win a round without those if you weren't outstriking the person already. Um, but, you know, you've in the driver's seat in, in all regards, pretty much. Yeah. Hakeem trying to punch backwards, which is never a good sign. Yeah, it's like, I can't escape from here. I'm going to be annoying. Or he can't really think he's scoring. Those are <laughs> too light of shots to really be yeah, they're counted as anything. Not real punches. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't bode well that once the Evloev does get a strong position, um, Hakeem will actually give up <laughs> trying to escape yeah, it. Yeah, he's trying to go two-on-one um, on, on the wrist and bring it over to the other side, but yeah. not having any success with that. I think if he was really serious about getting out of there, he would not be using his hands for punching uh, on bottom. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Get some space there. Yeah, I don't know. This brings up his feet. I think Muvzar was trying to switch positions. It looked like he kind of let it go, but, you know, this is probably worse, honestly, for Hakeem. It's weird because Hakeem's a decent clincher, but he's been really slow and not great at fighting hands in these situations. See, there he's he actually fights now, the hands but... and peels them off. Yeah. Um, that's what he was missing all these all these <laughs> rear standing situations. Um, just kind of like holding a grip or not really actively working the hands. So that's not great. Um, yeah, I think Ivoyev's jab is allowing him to control the transitions uh, really well, and it scores well enough on its own that he can be productive. Um, in between those spots, but I think he he's ahead a lot. Yeah. In my eyes, not just because he won the round, but also like the narrative of the fight, like ev everything I'm seeing so far, really speaks to Tim being able to do that again. I don't. I, it's highly replicable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Hakeem probably needs to. So the way that Hakeem competed in this fight, his jab did kind of come out as a counter a lot, and I think Ivoyev was able to just get outside it, right, and shoot. The single. Yeah. So that's something that if the fight keeps going the way that Hakeem wants it to go, the mid-range kickboxing, Evil is going to have that shot again. Uh, his shot is probably yeah. to like try to extend the range a little bit more, but I don't know mm -hmm. if that's something he really wants to do since it kind of takes away like, right. his own effectiveness. And it might not be what he trained to do. Yeah. So it might be a less effective option than <laughs> another another game plan. TJ Dillashaw detailing his turbulent journey over the last two years. So turbulent. Yeah. So many ups and downs. Definitely, there were there were ups in the past few years, right? <laughs> I mean, minor ones. Had a good meal. Oh, uh, uh, nice uh, snap kick. 
So the rest of the body there. I mean, that's Bicycle a good call, honestly, kick. to try to put yeah. Musar from... Veneer kick from the outside. Yeah. Oh, that was not good. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Nasty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so like I said, Hakeem, his takedown defense is kind of uh, shallow. <laughs> like, there's a couple positions where he can be pretty strong, but, like, I, I don't really believe in him as a wrestler holistically. Yeah, it seems to kind of flow from his strength in the clinch for uh, in general. Like, I, when yeah. guys get lower body or rear waist uh, rear waist lock it's not really something that he's he can apply those other skill sets to it's like if you beat him by a lot on the level change to get to your shot you have a good chance of finishing it it's people take high shots in mma so it's kind of easy to like grab a wizard and pull him up um or, or something along those lines but yeah if is actually like getting big level changes uh, going which is uh very russian <laughs> um definitely a, a part of the, the russian meta but Hakeem looked a bit more yeah. urgent there, but Yves Loyev just adjusting with him. It, it's kind so of... there we go. Turns uh, into him. Yep. Nice. As as he's trying to cover, didn't have his uh, any, any control there. Hakeem trying to frame him off the shot from the wizard. Uh, yeah, Yves Loyev dropping levels there makes that a pretty yeah. questionable Yves thing. Yves goes switches to the, to the body lock and, and pulls him back the other way. Uh... Yeah, that's that's a good counter to that. No, Yves Loyev's wrestling actually does look really good here. Um, well, well drilled, you know, pretty clean. Um, not the case in previous fights. Like I watched uh, the Enrique Barzola fight for a Patreon quest, um, and his entries were really all over the place. Uh, I, I was not feeling so good at his offensive wrestling at that time, but it, it looks good here. So uh, that raises his stock a lot for me as a fighter, even though Hakeem hasn't looked great at defending these things. Evloy has been really uh, smart about all of his entries. Everything looks uh, well-schooled. I didn't love the uh, the single leg. Uh, finish attempt in the first round. Uh, at first, uh, when he when he pulled it up into uh, into the trip, that was cool. But I didn't like what he was trying to do before that. So someone that can like actually like post limp leg probably gets out of it at that point. But it looks like he's growing in that regard. So that's good. And keep in mind, his background is Greco, um, so he's not like he hasn't spent as much time leg attacking, uh, considering a wrestling background. Um, so I, I, I think he's getting better tricks. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the Greco trip. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, um, oh, man, I forgot what I was about to say, but this fight is pretty much just this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tough. Yeah, oh, what I was about to say was it's kind of, um, in regards to Hakeem's takedown defense, kind of flowing from his clinch, it actually kind of reminds me of how Adesanya kind of struggles. Yeah, uh, because, it's similar. Yeah, like, a, a lot of guys really struggle to body lock him, right, because he's on the wrist immediately when you're on his upper body, um, and he just turns that into really strong offense. But when you get down to, like, his waist, Jan Blachowicz was able to finish those without a ton of trouble. Um, and, like, even when Jan Blachowicz tried to body lock him, he was a little bit slow, but he got to the right positions and kept his balance pretty yeah. well. Um, but this was always kind of a threat just because how Arce was on his back for a good bit of that fight. Mm -hmm. uh, and Arce, he's really, really Arce good. Arce gets on... He gets on people's backs, though. Yeah. It's just, like, a thing. But it's also kind <laughs> of an athletic thing. So, like, there's a reason he's moved down to Bantamweight. Uh, Hakeem yeah. kind of selling out on trying to get... Uh, turn into his guard, but just getting punched while trying it. And mm -hmm. Hakeem... Uh, uh, he's got a little lazy there. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. Well, Hakeem's going to need no a ton hands of work. with the body triangle on. Oh, wow. <laughs> Swam his way back oh, under what? him. Uh, what was Hakeem doing? Yeah, he's uh, he has no respect for Hakeem's ground game. <laughs> <laughs> what was he even doing? Hakeem didn't he's even really... Just freeing up both hands to punch. Yeah, but Hakeem, I don't know what he was doing. It's like he tried to get the fucking scarf hold from inside full guard. 
I don't know, man. Wild. Like, as soon as he made that decision to punch from back control in the first round, I kind of figured he wasn't going to be making smart decisions in terms of not being in these bad positions. He, he seems a little lost. Um, maybe frustrated. So, not a good sign. Yeah. So, I think we know who the superior prospect is. And I, I struggle to even call his way. Oh, he's going to twist. He's trying to. <laughs> Thinking about twistering oh. him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good hips. Good hits from Ivoyev. But yeah, uh, I struggle to even call Ivoyev a, a prospect now. I think he's a contender. Um, like, if you fought Yair Rodriguez, I'd probably pick him. Oh, I mean, Yair's kind of cheating because <laughs> like, he's not good. But yeah, there are a bunch of good fighters that Ivoyev can be a really tough fight for. Um, like, he's not a particularly flashy fighter, but he's got a lot of, you know, broad competencies. And this is the sort oh, of yeah. thing where, like, a lot of featherweight, someone like, you know, Zabit might even struggle with this kind of consistent output. Uh, he doesn't seem to be a cardio threat at all, and he really wears on guys. Hakeem looks kind of done. That might be, I mean, I think both of those rounds bordered on 10-8s, but... Yeah, pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, he's going to need a brutal finish for him to look, come out of this looking good. Yeah, it's like it's not best case scenario. It's like in the middle of the pack in the cases of scenarios. Um, but the scenarios come in cases. Is that why they say that? <laughs> no, it's the best case. Yeah, the best know. case scenario. I don't know why I'm saying such <laughs> dumb things, but <laughs> that's the point. Uh, I would say best case scenario is they both look good and both their stocks raise. Um, in this scenario that we're in, is if Loya looks really good and Hakeem looks worse yeah. um, than anticipated. So if you're gonna lower one guy's stock, at least the other one goes up a lot. Um, hopefully, in this in this case, I would say yeah. Yeah. Um, he definitely answered some questions for me about that aspect of his game, and uh, yeah, it's it's very uh, it, it it's the stuff. It's what I didn't like about him that much in the like his first or second UFC fight. Um, I was like, yeah, he doesn't, it's kind of formless. Like, he's just kind of doing stuff, like, existing because he's good. Um, but it, it's, like, much more focused for this matchup, and I, I like that on him. It's a good look. Yeah, we're about to start round three, and I don't really see a route for Hakeem at this point. Um, no. Eloy just kind of has to touch him, and he's way too... Uh, Hakeem, rather, just isn't poised at all in these tie-ups. Uh, the striking didn't look particularly <laughs> unwinnable for him, but it's just the change-up is going to mess him up a lot. Stepping through that missed overhand into a left hook that actually lands. <laughs> Ooh, the weave. It's the, the fucking Yen weave. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Does he train with Yen? I feel like he does. I wish I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> that felt like a Yen punch. But... Mm -hmm. It's just at this point, Hakeem's not going to sit down and counter anything because the takedown threat is there and Ivoyev already used the jab to set it up. So if he just backs out, Ivoyev can just, you know, punch him a lot. I think Yen and Ivoyev have the same manager. So it's possible they train together. Yeah, I mean, at least there's some connection, and I'm not just racist. But uh, I'm not sure if manager is the right word, but Sayat is. I think he works with oh, both yeah, of like them. PR guy or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Nice little uppercuts on the inside a minute ago, by, or a couple seconds ago by Ivloyev. He's doing that again now. I like how he's weaving into the collar ties, but Dawudu hitting him with the left hook on the break. Um, I mean, if Ivloyev's going to strike with him, this is probably the best case yeah. to do it. Hakeem hit him on the break there, so Hakeem is... Having a productive round, but it needs to be more than productive. Yeah. Ivoyev kind of. This is how he fights, though. He he has to like build momentum off success. Oh, nice body hook there. I think we're at, like wildly different times. I'm at 3:25 in my round. Uh, I'm like seven seconds behind you. Let's see if I can. Oh, all right, not too bad. Oh, wow. Good, a uh, good reaction there. So he tried to jab single leg, 
uh, and really strong sprawl from Hakeem. He actually saw it coming that time, so that was a, a good adjustment. It's kind of had his eyes open for it a little more. Yeah, I don't... It's weird, because if Hakeem's just going to like build into everything and he's going to be completely useless until the third, it, it's... Hakeem just shot on thing. him, which... Bad decision. Awful decision. Really terrible decision. <laughs> that could have turned into a reshot, and like you could have been grappling off of that. Like, you should be prepared to, for the, you know, you might grapple if you shoot on somebody, <laughs> um, and you might not be the one who takes them down. So it's just like, don't don't do it if you don't want to grapple. Yeah, unless you have like, a really specific doesn't. idea with it that you've seen things mm -hmm. about, that's not really a thing that you should be doing. Yeah, I think he's just uh, looking for any success he can find at this point, which is a little sad. I mean, Evlaev's kind of giving it to him because he could be a lot more dogged mm -hmm. with the takedown attempt than he is, but... Oh, nice. Hakeem slipped the jab there, hit the cross, and uh, hit the left hook on, on the end of the combination. Nice. He's been good slipping the jab um, this round. Oh, I like how he hooked off the body jab there. That was nice. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely behind, but... <laughs> Yeah, he's uh he's changing levels with with Ivoyev as he comes in, and he's uh, lowering his hands, which is getting him hit a little bit. But he's just trying to be more active, head hands defense, um, try to get these underhooks and these clinch positions, uh, just discourage him from shooting on him, and uh, just make sure he keeps it standing. Yeah, I... yeah, he might get hit a little bit more, but it's uh, kind of worth it. Yeah, Ivoyev's not a great puncher, and the wrestling is definitely the bigger threat here. Uh, Hakim's having mm -hmm. enough success in exchanges too, that. Who. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if Leo doesn't look gas or anything, it's just like... He's he taking his foot off the gas a bit. Yeah, definitely not as serious about doing anything because uh, he knows he's up. Uh, but it, it's it's a good look for Hakeem still to make these adjustments. Um, so a little less down on him than I was last round. Yeah, I think... <laughs> oh, if mean... just walked into that jab and stumbled a little bit. Ooh. He's waving it off. He said, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, he just got stunned. Oh, well, that might be a shame. Yeah, I saw him wave it He's off. All right. but... He's all right now. He's about to get hit again on your screen. <sighs> Another clean shot from Hakeem in. He's not hurt or anything now, but... Oh, there's that single from Yvloyev head outside. Gets up to his feet. Doubles off. Oh, huge finish on that. Man, I liked how yeah. a, couple, a couple seconds ago, Yvloyev uh, tried to weave underneath. That would just use his lead hand to like, track him and hit him with the right hand. Um, nice. But, yeah, nice finish. And, man, I don't know... Okay, now I'm at 30... Two seconds. Yeah. If Lev getting some shots in here, definitely will keep it from entering 10-8 territory, which I don't think it was that close to, to being, but, you know, if, if it's let him hit him hard more for the rest yeah. of the round, it could happen. I mean, it could have been, um, but either way, Evoyev had one or two 10-8s in the bag already. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's fine. There's another little bump for a mat return there for Evoyev. Yeah, Hakeem, uh, like I said, like takedown defense... He, he did better at adjusting to make his first layer better. Like I said, head, hands, uh, hips. But once, you know, Evil actually had his leg, he didn't really have good uh, chain wrestling uh, defense. You know, didn't really make any adjustments, just kind of stayed sprawled and let Evil progress up from the position and finish that. Yeah, I think we saw a lot of Evil also a good finisher. Yeah, we also saw a lot of the dynamic we expected in terms of, like, how the fight would go. Uh, because even here, like... Uh, Dawudu looked a lot more comfortable in the striking than he did in his last fight because Ivloyev was just constantly there giving him inputs, even if he was playing with them, right? Uh, Dawudu was able to be in range and respond to them, and that's why he was able to kind of build into a lot more success in the third round. I mean, Ivloyev mm -hmm. definitely took his foot off the gas. I don't think there's any question about it when he was able to pull that finish off late, but yeah. it's something. And Hakeem is still 
interesting for a bunch of strikers, I think. Um, I don't know if it'll be as easy to wrestle him as Ivoyev made it look, just because his first mm-hmm. setup was super educated, and he built off at the entire, like, up to that point, he built off at the entire fight yeah. with the jabbing match. So, who knows? I'm going to say no chance the Hakeem gets it with the judges at all. There um, shouldn't be. That would be... That'd be absolute insanity. I've never seen a draw like not like not like a draw, but like a robbery go that way. Yeah. Um, like that kind of fight. Um, they give it to the other guy, so pretty comfortably, Voyev's gonna win. And how how far up should he fight? Do you think? You know, who who should he fight next? That's I would say point. Jeremy Stevens, but uh, who won that? Who won the Jeremy Stevens sweepstakes? Uh, fucking Matthews Gamrot. Um, Gamrot did. Yeah, he's up a weight him. class. Right, he's at lightweight yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Like someone like Stevens would be perfect. Just someone high ranked who isn't that good. I mean, Yair. Uh, Max got yeah here, so good for him. Uh, but yeah, the highest ranked guy who also isn't that good. Yeah, um, I think Muzar could fight Chikadze. That'd be a good fight. Is, is Chikadze ranked tenth now? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of crazy to me, honestly. But yeah, that kind of be BS because you know Chikadze got that inflated ranking, and Muzar keeps beating these you know, you know a, a good guy right there who didn't really have a high ranking. Like, yeah. don't give him like someone around his. You know, cohort. Yeah. <laughs> Give him somebody older uh, who's been in the rankings longer uh, for him to knock them out and get a little more uh, credibility, you could say. Yeah, I mean, Evil have had to beat. Uh, I think Dawood is a lot better than Cub Swanson at this point. Uh, yeah. So it's tough to say that Chikadze should be ranked above him. But, I mean, I guess Calvin Cater's on the market for pretty much anyone at this point. Uh, that'd be a fun fight. That's a crazy fight. Yeah. All right, cool. Do you want to count this one down and we'll uh, recharge the next one? Yep. Uh, three, two, one.